Okay. We were uh, talking about fat guy towns before we started recording. Chicago is a great fat guy town. Boston seems like it would be. But Boston seems like it'd be a no, great fat guy it town. Wouldn't be. No, they're all like uptight and fit. Yeah, exactly. That's, and like they're all vegan and. I mean, there would be sections of Boston where it would be good for fat people, but it's better. It's more more for drunks. Yeah, like, it's a great drunk town. What's well, I mean, it's it's got a huge Irish population. Any town with a huge Irish population is a good drunk town, but not every town with a huge Irish population is a good fat guy town. That's true. Boston is the example of that. Savannah, Georgia, is a huge Irish town. Yeah, that would not be a good fat. No, it wouldn't. Too much hotness. Too Absolutely. sweaty. Absolutely. Too sweaty. Atlanta, though. That might be a good fat guy town, even though it's really hot down there. Sure. I think it probably would be. All the southern food. Yeah. Southern culture. You, you just food. You just go from the air conditioning in your car to the air conditioning in your cubicle. Right. Yeah. Um, Cleveland, we said good fat guy town. Cincy. Pittsburgh is Cincy's a, on the fence. Philly, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh and Philly. Those are tremendous Absolutely. fat guy towns. Yeah. They have the the Primanti Brothers sandwiches that have the slaw and the French and fries. the fries on the sandwich. Right. You got your cheesesteaks up in Philly. You got Wawa. You got Sheets. Great fat guy locations to get anything you want. Um. Charleston, West Virginia is a pretty good fat guy town. Charleston and right. I think Charleston and Huntington actually have records for being fat people towns. <laughs> I mean, Huntington, th- Huntington. No, did. obesity is not a, is not a, is not a factor in a fat guy town. Because no, the, the reason that, the, but it's a, but it's just a, because a lot of fat people live there doesn't make it a good fat. But it's guy a fe- town. It's Thank a, you. But it's a feather in the cap of the fat guy. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be a. No, if it point. was Chicago and then it was a massive <laughs> fat part of the city, you'd be like, "There's some good food there." But with Huntington and Charleston. You just have to deal with the fact that the people are fat. Either you're fat or you're dying of heroin overdoses. Yeah, there's exactly. no in between. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's no fat heroin addicts. <laughs> yeah. If you're then there's then there's like one percent of the population are hipsters who complain about how bad it is but won't leave and complain about how fat everybody is. Yeah, but they won't leave. And um, gosh, uh, Beckley might be a good fat guy town. Beckley's an excellent fat guy. There's town. lots of good restaurants in Beckley, Fayetteville. Even if there's more of a hippie, it wants to be a fat guy re- restaurant town. It's not no, it wants to be a hippie restaurant town, but it's fat guy town. <laughs> it's trying to transition. How many different pizza fa- places are there up there? That it's in transition. It's, it's not a fat guy town. <laughs> it's, it's wanting to be a. Let's go have our one fat meal for the week and yeah, fuck you. Yeah, and then you spread that. That uh, cheat day out over a week, then that week turns into a month, baby. Yeah. And pretty soon, you're in a fat guy town. You get one big damn pizza, and you eat pizza all week. Yeah. Summersville, <laughs> not a fat guy town. No. A lot of fat guys there, but yeah, it's not but a fat, it's guy, not fat guy, guy town. No. <laughs> Can we? This is the whole podcast. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Hill of Already brings you great fat guy town. That's what we're doing. We're going to rank the fat guy towns <laughs> that we've at least heard about. Um, Nashville, Tennessee. Probably a good fat guy town. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. Elvis is from you know. Oh yeah, Elvis. No, he's just a fat guy. Elvis I is mean, Memphis. Memphis is a good fat fat guy town. You yeah, got the Memphis. barbecue. Sure, sure. You got the Graceland, Louisiana. The whole state. New good Orleans. fat guy state. Yeah. That is a good fat guy state. Yeah. You, they got North, good North, football teams down there. North Carolina is a good fat guy state. It sure is. North Carolina is a good fat guy state. South know. Carolina, not so much. See, we're di- we're differing on on <laughs> what are. Anywhere, anywhere that has good barbecue, that's a good fat guy. Pick. Well, but but whether or not North Carolina has good barbecue is subjective because they have got that. It's like this dry kind of vinegar based sauce. Yeah, it's a little bit different. 
Well, but you could, I mean, the quality of the food does not make it a fat guy town. Cleveland, have you ever had Ohio food? With their fucking, what is that, the Starline chili or whatever? Yeah, if you ever get a chance, don't. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's, they're, 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 like, they're like the UK of the United States. Yeah, it, it's like it's food. fattening and shit, and bland. but it's not any good. It's not satisfying. Exactly. They're not, even, they're not doing the shitty fat food well. Right. West they, Virginia has shitty, fatty, unhealthy food, but we do it well. They yeah. deep fry everything, but they don't deep fry it properly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's they either. take all the, the flavor out of it. There's yeah. no stank. They boil everything. Oh, God. God. Boiled goose. Can you imagine such fucking the disrespect to boil a goose? Fucking um, Kansas City, definitely, definitely a good fat guy. Absolutely, Midwest, hard working, flat because there's no hills you got to walk up. I got one. For we you. should just move there, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio is, a, is, a, is an exception. Is an exception to the to the shit Ohio food because it's rule. the big college town. Exactly. They're making fucking burgers all over that joint. Los Angeles, not a good fat guy. Too. No, Horrible everything's fat. fucking vegan. Horrible well, they, they've guy. got regular restaurants too. I'm sure. I don't know. I've never been there. Well, it's and then like but, all the people there who have you know are trying to be actors and stuff have all this pressure to not to not swell up. Right. And then if you're a fat guy, you have the and you're in the industry. You're a you're an actor like Character Kevin actor. James or something Character like that. Actor. You're not. You're encouraged to stay fat. You're like you're going to lose your fucking thing. Right. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Kevin James, pretty, pretty funny guy, pretty good actor. Yeah, he'd probably do okay if he just wasn't a fat guy. But they say, yeah, twenty years less of your life, but you get to be a multimillionaire. Yeah, John Candy. I don't want to. I didn't. Wanna, I didn't want to see a skinny John Candy. I mean, his true. name was Candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not John vegan option. Now, I don't think you. Should, I don't. I don't think you can force a fat Big bear. guy to be fat. Big Bear chase me. Big Bear. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the idea of forcing the fat guy to stay fat. I like the fat guy to ha- to have the option to get skinny, but like he looks at the barbecue. I don't want him to get skinny, but I I, I want him to have the option. You know I, what I mean? I don't want to. I, I don't want him to to. Uh, I want it to be voluntary. to feel forced to get right. I want it to be voluntary to get the sugar free barbecue yeah, sauce. Fuck that. Because while it's okay, like I can handle it. It's not as good as just some Sweet Baby Ray's or something better than Sweet Baby Ray's. There is nothing better than Sweet Baby Ray's. I mean, Ray's. I'm sure there is, but you can't buy it at Walmart. So I can make it. Yeah, we can fuck around and make some pretty I good can barbecue get, sauce. I can make some barbecue I mean, sauce right now that would give you diabetes Even though we, we've, we're, we've lost all kinds of weight and we're, we're, looking, we're getting to where we look felt, we're fat guys in here, baby. Sure. There's a fat guy in our heart, and he will not leave. <laughs> As hard as I try, <laughs> I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hell yeah, this morning, and I that's was, a great fat guy sandwich. I almost ate my hand. <laughs> it's not how much you weigh; it's how you feel. It's how much your heart weighs. <laughs> Being a fat guy is within, <laughs> in your organs. <laughs> that coat it's, of fat in your organs. It's, it's not how much you weigh; it's how much you feel like you should weigh in your brain. Right. Well, I mean. I'm I'm slimming down, but I I still have the fat on my organs. Yes, it's there. So, because I'm not in any Just kind nice of I'm not in any kind of good shape. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one of those guys that's like all jacked and stuff, but I'm in terrible shape. Hmm. What song should we come into? We haven't even introduced ourselves yet. This is ridiculous. We're fucking eight minutes in. Do you need a thingy? Yeah, it's over here somewhere. Oh, it's so long. There's just so much. Everybody hears me complain every week about how long the thing is. You got a song? I think so. Well, I mean, I'm. I'm this is my song for today. This is R. Kelly. No. Everybody just, everybody just bounce, bounce. 
Uh, it's R. Kelly, Jason. Uh, well, sure it is. Everybody just, everybody just bounce. Oh, hell yeah. I gotta shake it off. Cause the loving ain't the same. And you keep on mm. playing games like you know I'm here to stay. I can't tell you the reaction I get in the gym when that song comes on, when people come in after me. And they can't, they, 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 they can't play Five Finger Death Punch and I twist this. I can pour that fucking hate all over my pancakes. So sick and rich. Mariah Carey's got some big fat tits, huh? Or fake. I don't care. I'm just saying. Still big fat tits. Sure. They seem dense, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a good boob job. Yeah, tremendous boob job. I mean, they, I'm not saying they look real or anything, but it looks like they put in the implant and then they put like in implants. Well, she got it at the top to where to make it look like she's. Uh, well, she got them and then she got heavy on top of it. Hell yeah! Like she was thin at one point. I, like, and I think she, she looks bad. better with a little bit of absolutely. She a little bit better. of junk in the trunk. A little she's, bit, a little bit more bounce to the ounce, if you know what I mean. Yes, sir. Shwamo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll, the Sultan of Slits, Godfather, and Gash, the West Virginia. West Virginia Podcaster Association Man of the Year Four times running And it's almost award season folks I think dad's got this one locked up um, Episode 234 Of Pillow Fort Radio Slash The Don Blank and Ship Wait that's gonna get us ganked It might That's one of those It could be We've played a lot of We've played Mariah Carey before We've never gotten okay. anything So Hopefully it doesn't well, I think Jermaine Dupree's on that one You know Ooh. he's fucking locking his shit down Oh God! Anybody but JD Be, being the best, being the best second-rate hip hop producer in fucking New York. <laughs> Stupid fuck. But and he's not bad. Like the music he produces is good. But he he just I don't know. He did one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a rap video. A girl had a glass of champagne. Hey, how about some ice for that? And he put diamonds in it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. It's a nice Sunday afternoon here. As always, I'm joined by the West Virginia Wolverine, the Boomer Bog Trotter, the former Intercontinental Champion, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. That's old Chucky, a tater, a sex over there. And as always, the world's greatest claw machinist, the Reginald Vell Johnson of Regenerative Farming. I think I've used that one before, but that's okay. That's one that one's always worth repeating. Original. The Rudy Ray Moore. The Rudy Ray Moore uh, regenerative of Regenerative Farming. Farming. <laughs> the is my name. And knocking motherfuckers out is my game. No, it's fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> it's either or. It could be any of them. That's John Morgan. Or uh, Johnny Liberty Loads, whatever you want to call him. He made me do it. <laughs> Bitch, are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen Dolomite, have you, John? I've seen, yeah, I've seen some, some of, of it. it here. I think. Yeah, okay. I, I get, is, I get the gist of it. It is a treasure, and they just made a um, a biopic on Rudy Ray Moore and put it out on the Netflix. And Eddie Murphy plays Rudy Ray Moore. And it is tremendous. It has all the best black people in it. You got your Eddie Murphy. You got your Snoop Dogg. You got your Craig Robinson. You got who your, does he play? Craig Robinson plays the the musician, the guy that wrote the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Um, you got your Mike Epps. 
I don't really care for Mike Epps. Wesley Snipes. I like his uh, him as an actor, like a comedic actor, but I'm not really into his. I don't know, man. When I saw him in Resident Evil, that shit was unfucking watchable. But it's not a comedic actor. No, I know. I mean, the movie's garbage, but so he wasn't going to be good in it. But I'm just saying, it was just. Uh. Do you prefer a Wayans brother? Would you? Re- well, I was shocked that there wasn't at least a Wayans brother in it to be quite in the Dolomite movie. I don't see. There should have been one Wayans brother. <laughs> Hell, throw Kim in there for fuck's sake. God, Kim Wayans. She looked like she a horse. was good too. She was huh? really good. <laughs> Um. No, the the Dolomite movies are. I mean, they're amazing. They're so bad. I mean, it's just. And we've talked about this eminently before. watchable. We've talked about it before. I want to play my favorite clip. Speaking of, it only takes about a minute, but it's the best clip in the fucking movie. A bad movie. Um, it can't be intentionally bad, like your Sharknados or anything. It needs to be. They need to be earnestly trying to make a wonderful film that will be screened at. Cannes Film Festival or whatever And they just come up short in every way That's what I like about a bad movie Like your Troll 2 Yeah Here we go. <laughs> What do you got? Turn it up That's not No Hold on I didn't turn that on What? Here we go Here, here we go The warden told you that you'd be alone But Dolomite you ain't never been alone When you were doing your time I put your girls through karate school, and they are good, too. I remember one time a trick came in here and tried to misuse us. What happened to my $100, Joe? Nigga, did you take my money? <laughs> Look at the fucking right, boom mic up I there. I took it back. You ain't worth no $100. I am Joe Blow, the lover man. You should be paying me, bitch. Damn. Give me my money, man. Shit, what money? Shit, I get cut like you all day, a dime a dozen, shit. Here, here's $2. Go get you some dish powder and keep it clean for me next time. And he whipped his ass. <laughs> He's in the hospital yet with his ass in his <laughs> Dish powder. Joe Blow, the love of man. <laughs> dish powder. Is, was it a powder at some point? I Probably. Well, the people just throwing like talc. to throwing like dishwashing detergent up their sneezer. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What what is this world coming to? But yeah, um, it is one of the better bad movies of all time. Um, if like I told you last night, if I think I put it up on the on the Facebook, if he if half of that movie is accurate, he's an inspiration, Rudy Ray Moore. Well, he's going to get it made by hook or by crook. I mean, he was because he did things on his own. In the 70s Like we're doing something On our own now But it's pretty fucking easy Sure All I had to do was Sign up for something And I already had Most of the equipment anyway So it hasn't been a big deal But I mean This motherfucker <laughs> went out And just said I'm just gonna do it myself Built sets Yeah <laughs> And if you've seen the movie You can tell which sets he built <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I highly recommend that movie I'll give it uh, Three and a half Or four Four and a quarter star Out of five so Dolomite or my name is Dolomite. My name is Dolomite. Yeah. The uh, biopic. See, Dolomite's was, ten stars out of five. Sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it that was a whole you know genre black exploitation. You had Shaft. You had the Mac Superfly. But it this um, was different. Shaft. And no, all they those, were all they were all. See, were all Shaft was a big budget movie. Those were all extremely well made. That was a mainstream Hollywood movie. Shaft was. Fred Williamson could actually act. Yeah. This no 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 wait. Like, it was Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree. Fred, yeah. Fred Williams. Who is Fred Williams? Fred Williamson was in um, shit. I can't remember. He was in one of them, but I can't remember which one it was. He might have been. No, the Mac was. Uh, 
was uh, Richard Pryor. Do you remember the remake of Shaft with, with Samuel, Jackson. Samuel Jackson? I didn't see it. In like 2000. And then they just did it again with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> with Samuel again. Jackson again. It wasn't even Shaft 2 or Shaft Goes to Africa or whatever. It was just Shaft again. Shaft again with the same fucking guy. I bet he said it's my duty to please that booty in the fucking movie. Let's again. take another run at it. What are we doing now? Nothing. I was just... Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway. How's uh, y'all's week been? What's been going on? Um, I don't know. Work. Um, not been the best week, but, uh, you know, I... Uh, well, it's October, and today's Saturday. It's Rocktober. So. Today's Sunday. Nailed it. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just not been a good one. So, would you care to expound on that, or anything good happen? Anything bad? Anything in the middle? Um, how's Jim going? How's the gym? Today was it was terrible. Like uh, the other day was good, but today was awful. I mean, it was just I was weak. Uh, could not get a pump no matter what I did. Um, I lost so much strength in some in some exercises. Like I used to shoulder press like a fucking monster. Today I was struggling to do sixties. Hmm. I used to do. I, I've done one twenties before, and did them for eight. You know, and I don't know. I think it's because my shoulders got injured, and I and I quit lifting so heavy and all that stuff. I mean, it, it's just a, you know they say check your ego at the door, but man, sometimes it's really a blow. You're just like fuck. You know. Um, it's just hard to explain. You know, it's. Um, I went to the doctor and they he gave me another uh, uh, prescription for tests. So you know, we keep doing that, and you know, hopefully, I, I think the problem I had today was I ate no carbohydrates yesterday, zero. So um, I had chicken, I had tuna, I had a protein drink. Even my protein drink was uh, isolated; it has no, it has virtually no carbs in it. So I mean, I. And I woke up, and the only thing I had was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before I ate, and then pre-workout. That's not going to do anything. You know, you need to... And I didn't get enough time to get back in my system. Your body has to process it to put the glycogen back in your muscles. So I know what's doing it. I know what's causing it. But, man, it's a... It's one of those times... It, it, a bad gym experience can, is a major fucking blow to your ego. You know, it can, it can derail somebody's entire... You know, if, if you're not ready and know what's going on, it can derail your entire... Regimen, you know, you're like, fuck, you know, I'm doing something wrong, even though you know in the back of your mind what is happening. <laughs> you know, it's still it's hard. So yeah, um, I haven't been in to the actual gym in almost a year, so I'm kind of removed from that. But I've kind of slacked off on doing the yoga just because I'm burnt out on it. Sure, I only did it like two times this week. Still lost two pounds somehow. So. There's that. Well, the thing about it was when I went to the doctor, I had gained four pounds. But as I think you can tell, we were discussing it. It's not in my, it's not in my midsection. No, I mean, it's, it's not fat. It's it's definitely. You know, I when I do get a good pump, I've been to the gym. I'm like Jesus. You know, even I'm just like that's. You know, you look like a big dude, and it's all this is gone. So, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. Like tomorrow's another workout day, and just try it again. You know. 
that's one of the best things that the Mark Bell quote was is like every day is not going to be a knockout of the park. You just have to go. And you're doing what C- the CT Fletcher thing? I was, and uh, you know, um, I didn't have enough time for that today. Um, I'm not going to quit doing that. But uh, I definitely, it's definitely something new, and I don't know if that's the reason for my strength loss or whatever. But um, he's a he's a super high rep proponent, and I don't know. I mean, super high reps is not known for building either strength or lots of size. So, what is like in the middle, like six to eight reps, six to four eight sets reps. of six to eight reps is like the the. That's usually the magic bullet when it comes. But I've been doing that for so long, and the five by five for so long. I want to try something different, and um, you know, I felt good doing it at first, and I still feel good doing it sometimes. You know, you just get in there and do something for two and a half, three hours. You know, you've really done something. So, um, I'm not going to quit. I'm, I'm just, you know, today's just not been a good day for it. So, um. That's the most I can say. I, I mean, still I still recommend thirteen by twos. Yeah. Thirteen sets of two or two sets of thirteen? Two sets of thirteen. <laughs> Either or. I mean it's perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, the the general rule of thumb for the gym is everything works. You just have to keep doing it. And it they all pretty much have the same outcome if you keep doing it. It's just gonna. It's just in different ways. Like you know, there are some people who never lift a heavy weight and are big. There are some people who lift all heavy weights and aren't big. You know, you just you don't know what's going to work until you do it. Um, and some things work for different body parts that they don't work for others. Like my legs are strong now as they've ever been, but my legs are so small compared to my upper body. You know, it's something I've got to work on. So, you know, going low carb yesterday was actually dumb. I mean, that is actually. You know, counterproductive to what I'm doing right now. It's winter time. It's time to pick up a little bit of size and get as big as I can possibly get with the testosterone's help and all that stuff, and then whittle down. You know, and do the low carb then. But you know, I was just thinking, well, you know, I'll just do it today, and you know, maybe burn a little fat off and felt a little bit heavy because I took a picture and didn't like it. So you know, it it's just little little things you do that are course alterations. You know, that you just but you just keep going. So. I've got the I've got the major goal in mind. I'm going to compete in a bodybuilding show, so I've, I'm going to do that. But you know, even the best, you know, Arnold talks about you know some days you just don't want to do it, you know, and and you're and no matter what you do, you know, you feel weak and you you can't get a pump, and you're just like fuck, I hate this shit today. You know, that's even the the pro bodybuilders who are on every fucking steroid known to man, they still have those days, you know. Um, Kai Green, who I, I really like, he's a huge black dude, man. He's he's one of the best. He's he wear he has a big. He's got like a ponytail type. Thing. Yeah, I mean he's got dreads and, and really intelligent dude. Um, Isn't he the vegan one? He just started going vegan. I don't know how that's going to turn out yet, but um, he said some stuff. He's just like you know, sometimes the long term goal isn't getting it. I know the short-term goal wasn't getting it. Oh, I want to do this today. You have to start looking at the, at the long game and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing, and this is where I'm going. And, you know, today is just a minor setback. You know, you you go and you go do it tomorrow, and you try again. If you have a setback again tomorrow, you do it again. You know, you, you just keep doing it until there's not a setback day, until you feel great, you know. So I'm 
cautiously optimistic. Tomorrow's leg day. You know, I did a fucking super high rep workout, leg workout the other day, which I fucking hate doing. It hurts so. When you do bad. super high, what, what all? Does that I did ten of? sets of ten squats on the fucking Smith machine, where it locks you into that fucking form where you cannot use inertia, you cannot use. I mean, momentum, you can't use any of that shit. You're locked in. Actually, squatting on a Smith machine is harder for me because my squat uh, form is a little bit different. Like, I'm a little bit bent more over the waist, so it's kind of more, you know what I mean? It's like I'm not doing how I usually do, and my body's not used to it. So I did that. Then I did 10 sets of 10 leg uh, curls where you're on your stomach mm-hmm. for your hamstrings, and I did 10 sets of 10, you know, God. leg raises. It is fucking rough, man. By the end, I'm, you know, it was a gut check. And it was a good workout. I felt good. You know, I haven't done a freaking leg curl in 20 some years. They're hard, man. They can give you cramps and a fucking hamstring cramps. You know, that's one of the worst. That's a beast. It's horrible. Um, But my legs have been conditioned so much from doing so many squats for so long now that I just don't, it's not really a factor anymore. Um, But like I said, um, you know, today was a gutter ball. You know, I'll get a strike tomorrow. So it's all right. Right on, John. Anything? Anything new this week? Anything cool? Mm, not really. I got I got my hay put up for the winter. I got enough. Um, I might get some more just to be safe. But it's pretty good considering how scarce it is right now because of that drought we had. Yeah, didn't even think it's about that. Very serious. Like that, a lot of people didn't get a second cutting. So what? Your animals just starve if that happens. I mean. There's a feed, I guess. I mean, you can slaughter them, or yeah, you can sell them to somebody that has hay really cheaply, because you'd rather do that than, or you can, in some cases, you can you know lean lean more heavy on the grain if they're an animal that tolerates grain, uh, or you just drive really far and pay out the ass, yeah, or pay or pay out the ass to someone that is stocked up, yeah. But it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna maybe keep getting worse. It could because it's like, like there's a shortage even when there's even when the weather's good. There's kind of like not really enough people. It's hard producing. to come by because all the, it was also the thing that all the old timers did, where you have all the haying equipment and you got to maintain it, and that's a whole art in and of itself. Yeah, and then you got to do it consistently, and you you know you got to make hay when the sun's shining. You can't just do it whenever you want. You have to watch the weather and things like that. And those are things that the old timers you know kind of. It was kind of beaten into them, mm-hmm. and that our generation, people close to our age, it, that that was just wasn't beaten into us in the same way, and so we don't have the same discipline, right, or the same knowledge, or the same like consistently of repetition of this is how you take care of this equipment, this is how you run it, this is. There's just fewer and fewer people doing it, and it's like you can't really make any money out of it because people still sell hay really cheap around here. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to do it to try to make money because there's a shortage. There's no incentive. So there's it's funny how everything's no, a, a link in that in that industry. Everything's linked together. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, if you have one chain comes out of the link, then everything's fucked. You know, if people aren't producing hay, then people who have animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, so it, it fucks everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's a, it's its own little microcosm. It's its own little. Uh, but you can you can also you can also play disaster capitalism and you can profit from other people's well sure like I mean, when people yeah. when people run out of hay and they're desperate and they start selling their animals really cheaply like, you hey, can, guess what <laughs> yeah. I'll just buy them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just made money for doing nothing right 
Or uh, maybe not make money, but you came out ahead. Well, I mean, there's always the argument, I don't believe it completely, but there is a point that capitalism means capitalizing on someone else's sorrow. You know what I mean? There, there, is, there is that argument. I don't um, believe it's true. No, that's it's not that, always true. Actually, that's no, all, I didn't say that's, it's always true. That's almost never the case. I, I would say the vast majority of it is how can I better serve someone's needs sure. or desires. That's what I'm talking about all. the more uh, pessimistic definition of it, or people or people who really don't understand things, but then they take one out one aspect of it and blow it up like you know, like Amazon's evil because yes. a lot of their workers are unhappy. Absolutely, same even, thing. Even though. Like everybody uses it voluntarily, and it's improved everyone's lives dramatically, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and he, and um, what's his name? Bezos. Bezos is evil because he has so much money, and we should take away his money because we're envious that he has so much money, and we think we should have it to spend. Uh, that's kind of the attitude, and anybody that disagrees with that, it's a bootlicking capitalist, <laughs> um, corporate dick sucking piece of shit. Or whatever. It's like, well, you could just mind your own fucking business and worry about your own po- pocketbook, and be, be, you know, look at Jeff Bezos and be like, well, he's done well for himself, and I'm sure he built a better mousetrap. I'm sure he'll find. <laughs> I'm sure he'll find something to he built do. The best mousetrap. Yeah, he'll find something to there do. Ain't the mouse coming alive out of that motherfucker? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now. It's a rat trap at this point. Yeah. It's nope. a cat trap. Yeah. <laughs> it can trap nearly anything. Yeah. It's a whale trap. It's a blue whale trap, the largest animal that ever fucking existed on Earth. <laughs> it's whatever it wants to be. Yeah, exactly. Point. It's just, I mean, let's he, make up an animal and it'll he, trap that. He will dis- He will find something to do with his money or as it continues to grow, the people that inherit it, you know, future wives. Will play or whatever. Or whatever yeah. Will find uh, a way to use it in a way that suits them because it's their fucking money. Like, I just don't understand this, how looking over other people's fences has just become like uh like tied into morality somehow it's like it's always been that why why don't you just mind your own fucking business how is it any how is how much money someone else makes any of your fucking business bro that's people why would you hate why would you hate someone for money why would you hate someone for succeeding it's not just money like good looks or exactly watch what happens when i finally get in good enough shape to get on the fucking bodybuilding stage how many people will fucking hate me that is going to fucking happen hell it happens already and and, and it's just because i have more drive than other people or you're having lots of luck with the ladies or something like oh i don't see why they like him but so well yeah and i've done that myself and then i thought about it i was just like that's the stupidest fucking thing i think everybody does it a little bit but but then there's it's normal human human nature to do that internally yeah that's normal but to to externalize it and make it some kind of moral make envy some kind of moral framework your life's work that's, that's what some people do. They just on Twitter all day. Yeah, talking the, and, about billionaires. An entire exist. philosophy and way of thinking and being and talking rooted entirely in envy. Well, it's like okay, uh, there's this whole indus- YouTube industry based on this guy, and his name's Kenny Ko. And there's a couple other ones. Kenny Ko. Yeah, and he's always comes up with these uh, spotted a fake natty. I was like, okay. All the uh, the the. It's not just it's women and men, but it's more slanted towards women. You know, the ones who are on steroids to claim there aren't. And I've and I've and I've made this claim before. You know, what the fuck do you care? I mean, yes, they're lying. We all know they're lying, but that's their business. It does not take away from the fact that they get in that gym every fucking day and bust their ass to fucking get what they get. A steroid does not do it for you. You know what right. I mean? It's just. 
Like, I'm on testosterone now, and trust me, there are days when I appreciate how much it helps, and there are days like today when it doesn't fucking help. And you're just like, you know, back to the drawing board a little bit. All those people have said that and have kept fucking going. They didn't let it knock them down. You know what I mean? All those women who are fucking super jacked and you know all that shit. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're on something. We're, we're not dumb, but the guys are too. But what I'm saying is, what the fuck do you care? And why would you create a whole YouTube industry around it to fucking expose them? Why? Fuck off. If yeah. you want to be that big and are envious, go buy the fucking steroids. You know what I mean? It's just... But Benjamin Franklin wanted, um, wanted the, the dollar to say... Um, I was just the dollar. It was like on the flag or something like that. He wanted to say, "Mind your business." <laughs> or it was like maybe one of the coins. Like one of the he wanted it to say, "Right." Like that's perfect. Like that's that's to me is is what Amer is is more American than the than the whole culture of like watching reality TV and wanting to like voyeur into other people's lives. Yeah. And like, how much does he? Or how much money did you? How much did he pay for that house? And just all you know, just mind your own fucking business. And your life will be better. I promise you. It really is. Well, it's like you take somebody like Steffi Cohen or Amanda Lawrence, who are both fucking just freaks. I mean, they can, they're women that can lift anything. Amanda Lawrence is 190 pounds. She squats 570. Jesus. I mean, she's, uh, her bench is 250. I mean, that's not a bad but bench. She's got a tremendous ass. She does, and her legs are huge. I mean, she's really good looking, too. Big, I mean, she's muscular and also good looking. She's not on anything. But you have all these people bound and determined to prove that Amanda Lawrence is on something. They're guiding her through that drug testing process. Fuck you. Go to the fucking gym and fucking lift harder. If you're jealous of her, go lift harder. You know what I mean? It's just, and if you, and if you are not as good as her, shut the fuck up. You know, it's like Steffi Cohen. Everybody's trying to claim that Steffi Cohen's on something because she can deadlift like three times her body weight. You know, it's, it's insane. I mean, actually, she's more like four times her body weight now. So, and she, you know what? She actually might be on something. I mean, she looks at some point, she's really muscular, and you can tell if their shoulders are really rounded out on the, on the outsides. Sometimes it's obvious. She's on that line where it's possible, but again, why do you care? Yeah, just mind. I mean, it, mind your fucking business. She gets. She's, you, a, you, if she's a PhD. If she's you're you know competing I mean? against her, and they're testing for that. Then you can maybe think about, hey, is this sure. person on something? Otherwise, she's smoking guys who take shit. You mean so? It's like so. Hmm. I look at looking at pictures of her. Sometimes some of the pictures looks like she might. What's be her on, name again? Steffi, Steffi Cohen. Cohen. Sometimes it looks she's like she tiny. might be on the she's gas. A tiny little thing. Oh god, that one man. She really looks like she might be on something. Yeah, but the other ones like because you look at the jaw. Yeah, that's what I look at, and but you have to understand she's been doing it for. Yeah, that's you're, another you're thing. You're going to produce more testosterone if you just right for women too. If you but that's another thing. Heavy shit. I used to think, and a lot of people think, and I, I was in this mindset too, and I'm embarrassed. I was in this mindset. I've been in the gym for a month. I should start seeing more results. Bullshit. Be in the gym for a year, for a solid fucking year. And then you can step back and say, what am I doing wrong? And then if you're doing something wrong, back to the fucking drawing board and fix it. It is a process of inches. It's a process of, you know, of fractions of inches. And I don't agree with the way some of the sports have gone. Like, bodybuilding is a freak show now. The guys are, I don't think they look good. I don't think that they look healthy. They're not healthy. Um, They're dropping dead left and right like fucking flies, buddy. I mean, because they just... But you have to understand that's the, that's the sport they got into. They understand the risks, and 
you take somebody like Art Atwood, who was my height and weighed 340 pounds in the offseason, he would diet down to 260. He would lose 80 pounds of fat to get on fucking stage. Drop dead in a fucking pool because his kidneys failed. He knew the risks, you know, but... <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, man. Most I mean, of what it is with them is the dehydration because they have to. Well, it's dehydration, dehydration, but actually, your liver and your kidneys are so damaged by by illegal steroids. Testosterone that you shoot does not go through the liver; it, it, it has no liver problems. But steroids are different. Ste- your bodies have to break steroids down. Steroids are stronger than testosterone, so it breaks it down into more testosterone. So you have to understand that the and they're on three and four drugs at a time. I mean, they're on every and they're also. The way steroids are, are now because they're limited by the government. Fuck you, government. Let let people take them if they want to take them. Um, they are so limited by that that they take four and five things at a time because they don't know if some of them are working. So if they're all working, you know, your body has to process all that shit. Ronnie Coleman looks terrible. He's destroyed yeah. his body. I mean, he's he's. But you can't argue with the fact that the guy is he even more than Arnold, the best bodybuilder of all time. I mean, he's. He's won more titles. He's. I don't like the way he looks. I, I think even at his height, he three coming in coming in on on stage when you're five ten and you weigh three hundred pounds and your body fat's at like two percent is stupid looking. It's it's just it it doesn't look human. And you know you can't look like a in this you can't look like a Frank Zane or a Lee Labrada or a or an Arnold Schwarzenegger anymore. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger was freakish. I mean that's the reason he won all the contests because he was bigger than everybody else. You know, it's just the way the sport goes. I would like to see it swing back. It was swinging back for a while. Like the the big freaks weren't winning anymore, but now it's swung back again. Like really? Now, man, you got fucking Rolly Winkler, this guy from Germany, who is he looks like a cartoon. I'll I'll punch a picture of that cat. Rolly Winkler, R O E L L Y, Winkler would be his the way his last name was. Pronounced it'll it'll come up when you put Rolly. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's it's weird. Yeah, it is. He it's, looks like a he looks like a bratwurst. He's not healthy. I mean, not healthy at all. But again, that's where the sport's going, and you know the the those lats are insane, dude. His I mean everything, <laughs> and his his what his waist to be so huge is tiny. But he probably in that picture probably has a forty-two inch waist, you know. Yeah, that's how big he is. And he's um he's clean. <laughs> yeah, he's slim fat, slim fast, and kratom. That's what he fucking he's eats. A, he eats a lot of bananas. <laughs> yeah. Stays hydrated. Yeah, <laughs> he's eating a lot of flan. I mean, that's yeah. his that's his uh his secret <laughs> and juju because it's filling, but it's high protein. Exactly. Jesus, I've I've figured that out. That if you want to. Eat sweets, but you want something high protein too. Eat cheesecake. Cheesecake is loaded with protein. Ice cream, it's got a little. It's got not not as much. I mean, it's got a good bit. Yeah, it's a dairy product, so is of course cheesecakes. But I mean, they usually have. It's usually not like pure cream, right? Not, you know, so it's going to have some regular milk in there, which is higher protein. So. Right. But fuck, and it's got it's got a whole lot of other minerals and nutrients in it. You talked about that the. The uh, people complaining about people being on steroids. I watched most of a documentary called Game Changer, and the description said it, it goes to uh, looking for the best diets for like elite athletes. And aren't and they saying stuff. vegan's the best diet? It only talked about veganism. 
I was sure. like, oh, so this is propaganda. Sure. And it's like, look at this guy. He's a vegan bodybuilder. And I was like, yeah, but he's on so many steroids. Yeah. It's like Bill Pearl. Bill Pearl was a, was a vegetarian bodybuilder. He was from Hawaii. Uh, he's actually one of the biggest from that era. Uh, still healthy. I think Bill Pearl is still alive and still looks really good. Another one who's a really confirmed natural bodybuilder was, um, shit, what is that cat's name? I'll look it up. But I'll show you a picture of Bill Pearl. There was He's a, actually somebody who I'm actually somewhat built like. There's a uh, and I would like to look like him. A cyclist lady in it, and like when I, I I went vegan and all this stuff. Like yeah, but you're on steroids. Yeah, I can tell that you're on steroids. Right, all of them. Like there's a fucking steroids aren't vegan. They aren't. Actually, <laughs> actually <laughs> none, none of are, aren't they? I, I mean, actually, none. I mean, I've got to get the testosterone I can, I have, I can do my rant where you know none of the, none of nothing that they're almost nothing that these people are eating is actually vegan. Like oats are not fucking vegan. Right. Here's a o- oil is not vegan. Here's a decent picture of Bill Pearl when he was like fifty. Dang, I mean, he was, and he was a vegetarian. He doesn't look ridiculous either. He looks like a just a really jacked guy. Right. Well, I mean, for, again, from that era, the Muscle Beach era, you can um, the guys. Well, are, being vegetarian, I mean, that can include eggs, cheese. He was one of those. Yeah, yeah he was. He so ate, that's well, no problem. He actually right? is Hawaiian, so he ate a lot of fish. Yeah, you're you're getting so, and fish. Yeah, you're you're not. I wouldn't. I would. That's not a plant-based diet. That's an fish know, or plants. That's an animal protein and fat. Are fish diet. not plants? Can we not just call them plants? They don't have. It's like when I was like I was vegetarian for five years, and basically that means I'm an egg and cheeseitarian, <laughs> and I pretend like it's plant-based. There's about what I'd like to look like. Ultimately, <laughs> that's not bad. No, that fuck that guy. I mean, yeah, I'd fucking fuck it, fuck it. And I can actually, I'm actually built like that. I I, I can actually look like that. So this is going to take a lot of fucking work. But um, I don't know, man. I feel better having talked about it. Like it's, it's just like I was in there. I was just like, "Fuck, nothing's working." Fucking ego crusher. And hardest um, part's getting started. Sure, that's what Mark Bell said. He said, "Show up and see how it goes." And nine times out of ten, it's going to go good. One time out of ten, like today, it's not going to go good. So, fuck. It was. <laughs> I want to go back. I just don't know what I want to do when I go back. You know, because I know what I, I know what I want to do. And that's just start doing heavy deadlifts and squats again, and but that'll make me want to eat all the time again. And, yeah, and you know, it's just going to take a, a bit of discipline. To, I mean, you yeah, don't have any. Yeah, I don't. But I shit. used it all up. <laughs> yeah, it's a finite supply. Yeah, I've used up all the discipline. All I want to do my is discipline these stores are depleted. Yeah, got to let it fucking rebuild yeah. my energy bar. <laughs> you guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, fucking ad. You pieces of shit. You cum guzzling. What was it? Rat soup eating motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no good barnyard rat soup meat motherfucker. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite. He actually said that in his r- real life and it made its way into the movie, I'm pretty sure. God damn it. It's fucking hilarious. Rat soup eating. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, well, this week I finished... Um, I've been trying to bury myself in fantasy because that helps me forget the outside world. That's that's one of the things I retreated to fantasy for was that life was hard, so I'm going to disappear into something that's not real. I think that's what a lot of guys disappear into fantasy and science fiction because 
it's easier to deal with, you know. Um, that being said, I finished the first uh, Wheel of Time book, which they're making the show of right now, The Eye of the World. So it's actually a good book. Um, and I was thinking about the, uh, I've said this before, but there are things about Jordan that, that bear repeating in comparison to other writers. Um, there has not been, you can say what you want about his writing. His characters are not great. They're kind of two-dimensional. They don't really differ from each other that much other than somewhat of their appearance, you know, stuff like that. Um, they have no nervous tics. You know what I mean? Like, they're not fleshed out properly. Um, he is also a lily white. As in, not as in the characters are all white, but as in what uh, George R. R. Martin said about uh, Lord of the Rings. You, can, you cannot imagine a Lord of the Rings character getting a blowjob. There is, <laughs> I mean, that's the reason he wrote Game of Thrones like it, like it was. It's so visceral, the way it's written. And that makes, it so, that makes any, anything, including fantasy, infinitely better. They don't say fuck. They don't say, you know, they don't, there are no, uh, there's, all the romances are fucking, they're, they're mostly tragic because you have all these, you know what I mean? All these romantic figures who are trying to do, it's just, sometimes I've rolled my eyes like, Jesus fucking Christ, can you just stick one in her ass and shut the fuck up? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but there has not been another fantasy writer that I have read that is a world builder like Robert Jordan is. His his world is, and not that I agree with the way he does it all the time, but the the disparate cultures he was able to put on a small map that have all their own fashions, um, ways of thinking, ways of speaking, you know, all that stuff. He's really good at that. Um, like the, the last part of this book ends up in the Borderlands, which is kind of based on feudal Japan. You know, the the Borderlanders are either you get an Asian feel from them. You know what I mean? A samurai type feel there. They uh, they're a big honor bound culture. The men all shave their heads with a top knot. You know, they wear swords over their shoulders. Um, most of them are mounted. You know, it's uh, there's this place called the Blight is where all the evil things come from, and then th- that's where the border is. These all these cultures are based around keeping that out of the rest of the world. So to the south, you have the Isle Waste. So some of them are dealing with not only Trollocs and Merdral and all that stuff, but the Isle in the fucking south. And Sounds like somebody needs to build a wall. <laughs> Actually, there is, the spine of the world is a wall. So it's, um, it's weird. Um, then... The magic system I was I was considering is so cool. Uh, there's this thing called the true source, and it's based on the yin and, yin and yang principle. And women have sidar, which is uh, the yin. You know, they're uh, it's more of a process to learn to embrace something. You know, to use the magic. Men is side in, which is based on the yang, which is. You know, it's almost like jumping into a flood and trying to swim. You know, what I mean, you. But side side in has been tainted by the dark, tainted by the dark one, and men can't use it without going mad and literally rotting. It like rots your body. Ooh, so what um, a horrible way to go. Yeah, I'd, I think I'd rather like be burned or something because at well, least well, then you'd go into shock. Well, that's if the you thing. rotted, it would just be like perpetual worse pain. Sure, yeah. and and then you're going crazy. In the process yeah. And not only that But men have Side in of course Is much more destructive It's a very destructive force Imagine so, I have a trouble Not picking scabs Imagine all the picking You'd want to do If you were just rotting Well Like popping things Yeah And, yeah. and, the, and You want to taste it 
kind of see what that infection smells like. Yeah. It's just weird, man. Um, the main character, Randall Thor, finds out that he can channel, that he can use the one power. And in this world, there, the women who can channel are usually associated with this place called Tarvawan. They're called the Aes Sedai. They're like these group of women who are can channel. And, and the rest of the world, the way channeling seen because of men is that it's almost evil. You know, you have people who think they're witches just because they can do this shit because the world was once one way where, where things with one power, you know, made civilization so much better. They describe this golden age, which they were far more advanced than us. As a matter of fact, people think there are uh, things that I read about that I didn't really notice that are references to, to this time period that we are, it's the same planet. Because there's uh, one of the things is a uh, Mercedes hood ornament that is sitting in somebody's, the way it's described. Uh, then a couple of the things are, um, Lynn was the guy who uh, got into this thing that, this rocket, basically it's a rocket ship they describe. John Glenn is what they're saying. And then his, uh, is a corrupted version. And then Sally Ride was another name that got corrupted. That was his daughter. So basically it's all these things. Basically we, we have a giant, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome situation where all these things have come down through the ages and have been altered completely to be legendary that aren't legendary. They're just, they aren't commonplace things, but they are normal, you know. So uh, it's really cool. Um, I'm, at the same time I'm reading that, I'm reading the second Shadow March book with Tad Williams, and reading those is so different because Tad Williams. His grasp of it is It's not George R. R. Martin Where You know People are fucking all the time And cursing and stuff like that It's not that His is more in line With Robert Jordan's that way But His worlds are much more visceral Like they're uh, They're more The color The the characters are much more layered um, Nothing is two dimensional It's all three dimensional So um, It's really cool It's all about fairies And how These different cultures And stuff like that It's, it's a There's a really good series Um so yeah, man, fantasy. I, I made a, a, a determination. I was going to read all the fantasy books I could this year while I'm bodybuilding, to just help me get through things, you know. And I'm really rediscovering a love for it. So, um, I, one of my favorite moments in the in the uh, Eye of the World book was uh, Merdral had made its way into this keep in Shinar, which is like one of the the borderlands and. You know, Rand is looking at him and he's terrified because he's at this point he's only been training the, the sword for a little bit. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's, he carries the sword his father gave him, but he doesn't know how to use it. So this guy walks up behind him and the murderer's walking towards Rand and he's terrified. He's shaking and then he just see, hears a calm thing. He's like, You might, he's like, uh, he's like, step aside, Rand. He's like, You might want to try a troll before you try one of these. And he pulls his sword out of his fucking thing and just, he's getting ready to go at him. Not, not afraid. You know what I mean? These the Borderlanders deal with murder all the time, so they're not they're they're fear. There is no fear there anymore. And I thought that was a cool thing because that's really how tough they are. And then once they bring in the Aiel, Rand says something about them because Rand is an Aiel. He was taken from a battlefield when he was a baby, and they're talking about how tough they are. And he looks at uh, the guy who had killed the murder and said, "Well, what about you guys? You sleep in your armor, you know, you all this stuff." And he's like. He's like, you don't understand, son. He's like, these people, their whole life is war. He said, we, we have moments of peace. 
They do not. You know, he said their whole culture is fighting each other and fighting outsiders and fighting. And they'll sometimes just go into the blight and hunt Trollocs. That's what they do for fun and hunt Murdral, you know, and the Murdral and Trollocs are afraid of them. Like they, when they see a bunch of Aiel coming, they will run if they can get away. So, you know, I think that's a really cool, just a bunch of people who are, who have honed themselves to that point. They're so fucking badass. They scare monsters, you know. So mm. it's a really cool thing. That's right that's pretty much all I had. John, anything? Um, I need that pluggy thing. Um, I'm gonna do some music for you. Specifically, music from there's a movie from the 1980s. I'm sure when it came out, it was like 85 or something. Called Rad. It's I remember a, that one. It's a BMX movie. I remember that one. Really, really classic 80s style. Isn't Nicole Kidman in she, that one? Um, no, it's that girl who's in Full House. The Lori Laughlin. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's her. Maybe I could be wrong. It looks a lot. The one like who was going to go down for the uh, for the uh, scandal thing. Yeah, I yeah. think I think she's Aunt Becky. I think it's her. I might be totally wrong. But uh, so John Farnham Farnham did a lot of the music for this soundtrack. And I'll play some of it for you. I love it already. And you can just imagine like a, a racing bike scene to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, can imagine so many things to this. Lori Laughlin. This could have been in the Karate Kid. This could be in any 80s movie. Because it's vague They're not talking just about biking He's talking about something Completely vague Really awesome That's an awesome free chorus <laughs> And the chorus The chorus crushes it You're the best <laughs> There's thunder in your heart Every move is like a lightning <laughs> Every move is like a lightning <laughs> Oh, shit. It's the power you feel when you get your taste of the glory. It doesn't get much better than that. He just—he's got some really good screams too. See, all these guys from this era can really sing really fucking well. Yeah. I mean, I just, he's got some pipes, yeah. and the song continues, and it gets—it gets bigger. It gets more. Could have ended. It gets more after that. It gets more. I didn't think it get bigger than there's lightning. Every move is lightning. Is that what it is? There's thunder in your heart. Every move is like a lightning. There you go. Okay, and then so that's one taste. But then the opening credits song is actually same guy, same style. But this 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 is another going. What they can. They're gonna hurt me. One of us was. Oh hell yeah! And like this could have been like a top forties pop song. This could have been in uh, Top Gun. Yeah, Kenny Loggins had on unlock though. So yeah, Kenny Loggins had an exclusive contract. Yeah. But nobody knows these songs, and they're great. I should have played this before I went to the gym. Hell yeah. I've been fucking fired up, son. Frozen in silence, facing it alone. 
this also could have been a montage song for Rocky. This is definitely a montage song. The angry driving. And in the movie, in the movie, the credits are open up and, and they're bike dancing. They're like hopping on their front tires and spinning and stuff to it. And they've got all their gear on. They look like jet pilots. You know, Josh Bowen was in a was in a skateboard equivalent of that movie. Did you know that one? Josh Brolin Josh Brolin was in a skateboard equivalent of the movie. Right? Oh, nice. Well, I wonder what it's called. Um, oh, a little key change there. I, I vaguely know. Josh Brolin. Skate, skateboarding movie. Thrashing. Thrashing. Yes. Here is the poster. Oh, that's a tremendous movie. A tremendous poster. Is that? Oh, nice. Who's the girl? I don't know. Nobody, probably. But there, well, there is a scene. Here's a picture of Josh Brolin in that movie. God damn, that's insane. Such an '80s hunk heartthrob. Yeah. There is a scene though uh, where they go into a bar. It's actually, it's actually a good movie. It, 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 it steps out of the, the tropes You know what I mean It just becomes a good movie At one point um, They go into a bar And playing in the bar Is a young Red Hot Chili Peppers Like really? they cannot be More than 18 Any of them <laughs> Hillel Slovak Is still playing The fucking guitar and that, Jesus and that, Christ Yeah it was early So it had to be like eight, They didn't even have John Frischetti yet Frischanti Whatever Frischetti Frischante Was he a cheese <laughs> <laughs> He smells like cheese With all that fucking hair When he did Mmm Come on, everybody! Why this are we opening a- with a dance scene? Oh, this isn't right. Okay, yeah. So this is this this is a scene from the movie um, where they're they're like at like the high school dance. Is that Billy Zabka? Probably. And they have like a dance fight. Oh hell yeah! I'm 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 so why Th- this movie? I don't understand how this movie is not day. how this movie is not like. You know, huge still. What is going on there? You don't understand why we don't talk about it like with the Goonies or Stand By Me or something. It should be in there. I don't understand why they had to bring those bikes into the fucking school dance. Well, this is actually, this isn't actually the right <laughs> clip. Let me, let me find the right one. This one's not right. I'll, I'll, I want to play the one where they, so he's, he, he, him and this girl have been kind of flirting and they, and they, they, they finally beat after, after the bike, after the, the dance fight. They meet up with with the bikes, and then they just everyone sp- spreads out of the way, and they play this song, and they have a bike dance. <laughs> and that's that that girl from whatever Full House. Lori Loughlin. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, what the hell? Were and they the song thinking? is great too. There's the one shot that Lori Laughlin was actually in. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it's definitely a dude with a wig on doing these uh, on that bike. Because there's some hard tricks. I mean, actually, and the bike tricks are amazing. Like, these, oh, yeah. these guys I mean, are awesome. Like, they do crazy stuff. I can tell they're the villains. Yeah. The blonde guy. Yeah, the blonde guys were always a villain. It was but, a rough time for blonde but, dudes. But it he, was. But, in, but I'll go ahead and spoil it. He redeems himself in the end. What? Yeah. Uh, because because somebody tell his boss tells him to do something evil and he says no and then he's like yeah go crew you can do you know he like he like becomes a good guy <laughs> like when William Zabka took the pro- shit the trophy and gave it to Ralph Macchio yeah. Talia Shire's in this 
Yeah, Tally Shire's the mom. God. That's early. Ray Wal- Walston. Ray Walston? I, I bet know Ray Walston hates, is. I bet he's the guy that hates that there's people riding bikes. No, he'd be the crotchety... Uh, he'd be crotchety, but lovable. He always plays that guy. Like he H.B. Haggerty, you think that guy's dead? God, look at that chin on that motherfucker. <laughs> um, Ray Walston played uh, Mr. Hand in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So... Who was not a villain, but he just had to keep on giving. Uh, that guy's definitely a ripoff of Billy Zabka. Yeah. And then there, he had these two twin brothers. I've seen this movie. That, I, I that, are, it, that yeah. are like his henchmen. Yeah. And they share a girl. Are they <laughs> called Bebop and Rocksteady? <laughs> it's something like that. That's the rhino and the warthog from fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> this part's cool. He jumps, sneak that he jumps up on sir. this rail. This is like this is legit, and he's actually doing it. This reminds me. Of, see, this movie, it is. It is actually fucking amazing. Yeah, and he like, and he's, and he's like, he's balancing on this rail. Let's split. Let's split. split. <laughs> Can't be shown up. Like you could have reversed that guy and the guy that plays Johnny and Karate Kid, and it would have worked out just fine. Yeah, I would like to see a movie where they're doing some of that shit, and like somebody falls over and gets hurt. Like, Coming by later, and they do the. <laughs> this is awesome guitar solo. There's another shot. Lori Laughlin's in. Bike dancing. I've seen this movie as many times as I've seen probably any other movie. I used to watch North Shore like every week. That's the surfing. That's movie? the surfing movie where Nia Peoples, holy fuck, uh, and Matt. What was that? LeBlanc? Kids? No. He, he actually, I think he left the business after that. After that movie, um, it's actually a good movie. John Philbin's in it. John Philbin was at like this 80s. Um, Matt Adler. Matt Adler. That's the one. Um, John Philbin was in uh, Return of the Living Dead, Point Break. He was in quite a few movies. Um, I think he was an actual surfer dude and just got cast. You know what I mean? So he's in that movie. He played a, played a guy named Chuck, the guy Chuck in uh, using Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. You know that one dude that nobody likes the 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 chick keeps fucking with him and I think so. that's him that's John Philbin. Um, North Shore is actually a good movie. Like it's it kind of gets into the whole it addresses the fact that white people have yet another yet again taken something from an indigenous population and you know um, that the the guy who is teaching. Uh, the guy who's teaching him to be a surfer is kind of like gone native. He's got a Hawaiian wife. He understands, you know, that things suck, you know, for Hawaiian people. He's like, it sucks, man. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, and I, I like that when they, but he also at one point, uh, they don't, they don't try to shame white people too much in that movie. Does it have a kick in the soundtrack? Actually, not really. I mean, it's 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 a it's a hard movie to explain. Like they fall, the, the girl falls in love with this guy, but then 
it doesn't end up happily ever after. Like he's leaving to go back to art school because he's he's doing this because he's he's gotten a scholarship to go to art school in New York City, and he's thinking about not leaving. You know, because he loves. He just came to do this because he he had wanted to do it and give it a try. He's from Arizona. He he surfed in a in a basically a wave pool. <laughs> so he, <laughs> I mean, it's goofy as shit. It it sounds like it'd be dumb, but I remember watching it and I got sucked in. I was like, wait a second, this is actually kind of good. And um, and the and the and the the sets and the beauty of the of Hawaii is just undeniable. So it just sucks you right in. So I actually bought it. Yeah, I think I've seen it on your. Yeah, I, I, it's on my queue for Amazon. I, I love that movie. Um, actually, a little you've seen Conan the Barbarian, the original. You know the archer guy that's with him, the kind of Asian looking dude. Super yeah. die, he's in it. He plays a Hawaiian in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, his name's Jerry Lopez. Um, I don't know if he's actually Hawaiian. He might be Hispanic, but I think he might be part Hawaiian or something. A little Filipino or something. Yeah. Um, and he's. Uh, they play this group who were the the ruling, like the ruling family of Hawaii, like the royal family, you know, who just became regular people, which happens a lot to indigenous peoples. Like the the ruling family are still, you know, holds holds some clout in an area, even though they hold no real power, you know. Um, and it re- got into Hawaiian culture a lot. I mean, I, I liked I liked the movie a lot. I'm fascinated by by uh, Polynesian cultures. I think mm. that, I think that they're beautiful. But yeah. also, I was watching Vikings. Polynesian culture and Viking culture is extremely similar. Like both being ocean faring, you know, seafaring people, and they also tattoo themselves a lot. They're both warrior cultures. Of course, being a Viking would suck because it's cold yeah. and you you literally raided other people just because you didn't have enough shit of your own, you know. So that's where it came from. And then they built a culture around stealing shit from other people. So I don't think that there was warfare among Polynesian cultures, but I think it was just more because people like to fight each other. So, you know, they spread out and became so many different people. It's like you have, you know, who all share a lot of similar stuff. They all do hakas, the Hawaiians, Samoans, uh, you know, the uh, the Maori, who are my personal favorite. I think they're fucking fascinating people. Um, the Tongans, who are enormous and fast you know they're just they're physically above everybody else um you know i just i think it's a really because i've been stuck in this place my whole life and the ocean still holds an attraction for me like i whenever i go to the ocean i'm just like entranced by it even though i don't really go in i don't like swimming in it but i like being around it so i feel like everything that goes by me when i'm in the ocean is a shark you know yeah you know what a pirate's favorite letter is are I but I'm in love with the sea <laughs> God That was tremendous um, Any other favorite things John um, I feel like there was Maybe Any fighting this week not. No I, I didn't I, I took this week off from fighting I, My body feels a lot better Didn't go fighting around the world No I was just doing like farm I put that energy into some farming stuff Putting up hay and Cleaning some shit up Getting ready for winter Winter's coming The farming work is like I could talk about that It's like I don't know It's like I'm kind of rethinking This whole fight thing a little bit Because Well like what you were talking about Like being frustrated With not making gains Or whatever Mm -hmm. It's like I've been at this A year now Yeah And uh, I don't I don't I'm not anywhere near In as good a shape As what I envisioned Where I would envision I would be a year ago Like I Because in my past experiences I can make little changes And get 
big results mm-hmm. as far as like whatever I'm trying to do. Just being a little bit older affects that. Well, I think it's that's part of it, but but it's just very it's kind of frustrating to like not like I know that I made big improvements and like my skills, my fighting skills are much better, and in some ways I'm in much better shape. But I haven't lost you know I'm still carrying weight that I've never carried before in my life. Just weird things like things that like this. Sometimes it's not quite reassessing what I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. stopping and saying, well, what am I doing wrong? So I've kind of been doing that this week. And the farm work, where I haven't really been doing a lot of farm work in the last year, um, it's amazing, like, how much, uh, lo- how much a lower impact it is on my body compared to, like, fighting shit, high imp- like jujitsu. <laughs> You're mostly just, like, bending over, like, carrying stuff, bending over, picking things up, twisting wrenches, mm-hmm. hitting, hammering lifting you know lift through moving hay bales stuff like that where it's kind of like fairly low impact and not super heavy nothing's super heavy mm-hmm. nothing's super heavy and uh, your cardio doesn't get super maxed out at any time it's just kind of like this middle it's of the road kind of yes yeah, middle of the road kind of workout but you get work your actual body in a functional way so you're getting like full body workout mm-hmm. um so that it was kind of interesting to remember how that feels because i haven't really been doing a lot of farm work um, but the difference of how I feel this week doing farm, doing more farm work and not doing any fighting um, is, um, you know, an interesting contrast. It, my body's far less inflamed. I, like, I don't, I don't like, I'm not stiff and stuff. Like, when I, because when I, I sit on my rug, I sit on the floor. When I get up, I'm not, I don't have to, like, work out the stiffness before I start walking. Mm-hmm. I just stand up and walk. Little, a lot of the little things like that. Um, so I'm just kind of reassessing the fight thing and uh, what I'm doing, you know, what I could do differently to get feel like at least feel like I'm getting more results. Um, so that that's that that that's pretty much right on where that is right now. And I'm trying to get more things done on the farm. And uh, the fighting really takes a lot out of takes a lot out of me. I'm sure it does. Like. For one thing, it's the drive. I hate driving. That exhausts me probably more than the actual workout does. And then being sore, it's hard to like want to be motivated to get up and do things mm-hmm. when you're like kind of beat up. Well, um, there's some sort of a warning coming Am- through. Amber alert. Oh. Amber. Amber, what's up? How you doing? Holler. Um, Holler at your boy. <laughs> no, uh... I've always noticed that if I work out less, um, I get better results. But it was usually in the three days a week, uh, five by five thing, and all that rest was you know you get stronger and stuff like that. But you know the goals are different, and but sometimes man, an extended step back period, like a, even a, a solid week, mm-hmm. is you know works wonders. And I haven't taken a solid week off in, I'd say three years you know i just haven't and but i haven't been you know and i and i sit back and think about that and i think about how far you know the, the testosterone thing and and you might be losing gains because you're not resting that's a big possibility um that's why i'm trying to do a three on one off you know and i and i make myself take that day off um but i don't know it's just uh i've got this big goal in mind and you know, I really want to achieve it. Like, I take, 
August of next year, I want to be in, you know, jaw-dropping shape. Like, you know, much more muscular and whittled down and be like, you know, that's in, there's a reason for that. And, you know, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I've got 10 months now. So, you know, on the path, doing doing well. I've, I've covered a lot of ground in two months. You know, um, the testosterone has really helped. Like uh, the like you said, the fat around my waist is pretty much disappearing. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, back to the original point. Sometimes you just have to not do it. You know, it's just with the fighting. Of course, it's gonna tear your body up, and you know, inflammation. Your body has to repair that. So it's I mean, you know, like all last month, like for like two months, my elbow was like in. Like, I could move it, and it would be fine, but it was, like, really sore. Yeah. Like, not in any way that I could, ex- that, you know what I mean? Just, like, from, like, getting arm barred. And then the, in the same month, my other elbow got really sore. So, it was like, both my elbows are just perpetually sore. Yeah. <laughs> like for, a for a couple of weeks. Like, with my shoulders. My shoulders, they were hurting so bad when I was bench pressing heavy that it would wake me up. The aching and the rolling over in bed would... Ah, I would, would wake me up. I would, you know, I would sleep, you know. So, and I would have nightmares about the pain. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, I remember laying on this hip one time where I'd squat real heavy, and I had nightmares about a ice pick being driven into my hip, and mm-hmm. I just woke up. That's where I was laying on it. So, yeah, man, it's a an ice pick being driven into your hip or something. It was That's a, horrible. Yeah, it sounds god awful. What a horrible injury. Who even has an ice pick? What kind of animal <laughs> are you dealing with in this dream? <laughs> Just use a knife, you psychopath. What kind of, ana- Grab what a knife. Kind of an anachronistic fucking murderer. Use, a, use an axe. He killed me with Be a... Be kind. Use an axe or a knife or something. An ice me, pick? He hit me with a halberd next. He hit me with a... <laughs> hit me with a milk bottle from a milkman from something that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> what did Gary Goldman say? <laughs> You're the milkman's kid? <laughs> what? It's like, milkman? What are we in the in the thirties? <laughs> what other kind of anachronistic fucking? He stabbed me to death with a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> oh God! The blade's only like an inch and a half. And it like long. bent with the corkscrew. And it like bent and like almost cut his finger off because the blade kept closing onto his hand when he was stabbing me. That's how dirty it was. And he started. Oh, another thing. Annie started uh, wrestling training yesterday. Hell oh, yeah! Shit. So she thinks she's really gonna like it. Um, that's another thing that's keeping me going is every time I feel like, you know, I want to quit. I mean, my, it's not an exaggeration. People say this. My, my kid is my hero. She's, she really has no fear of really anything. I mean, she's going to be wrestling. I said, well, honey, you'd be wrestling boys who have done this all their lives. I, yeah, I don't care. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, you know, she's. Oh, the coaches like her. You know, she has. There's another girl on the team who, you know, and um, she, she's friends with the biggest kid. His kid's like six six, weighs two hundred fifty pounds on the team. Jesus. Yeah, he's a monster. He's a good friend of her. So, you know, that's the one thing I was worried about, like the boys picking on her. But I think with that kid in her corner, I'd be like, nah, we're not going to, you know, pick on her. So, um, my favorite thing from this week is uh, Don Blankenship announced that he's running for president. <laughs> yeah. Dandy Don. It's just so amazing. I, I couldn't find any fucking recent videos whenever I pull up Don it Blankenship. It doesn't matter. Everything is... Just play something old. It's Don Blankenship. <laughs> the Fireball. Constitution. I think it's the name. Constitution Party. I think that's who he's... 
Yeah, that sounds right. Because the Republicans voted endorse him? Yeah, I mean, well, you can't, like, if, you, if he was going to run as a Republican, he'd have to primary Donald Trump, which I just don't know if that's going to work. See, well, yeah, he would not, he wouldn't attack Donald Trump, like. Although Donald Trump attacked him. Yeah. Donald but, Trump is not a fan of him. But he knows that, he knows if he attacks him, all the West Virginia people are, you can't attack Trump. <laughs> is that what we sound like? Yes. God, I wasn't aware of it myself, but I can't find any videos of him announcing that he's because that's what I want is um, I just like seeing it when he said he was going to do uh, run for Senate to do it for the children and he tried uh, to smile. You know, I think that what you're trying to protect, uh, you know, I'm a perfect example of it. And hopefully when I go through this, you'll uh, you'll agree with that. You got a sweet logo. Uh, the bottom line is that I've been walking point for. The Constitution and what's right for a long time. I've read with just interest, br- brimming uh, with charisma <laughs> about being George Washington, which was uh, you know basically put himself out there in a line of fire over and over. Do you remember my character uh, woke Don Blankenship? Don walking point. What that refers <laughs> to. I don't have a military background. My my brother was one of the heroes of. Uh, you see, trans people are mistreated in this country. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 need to to back up our trans brothers and sisters, the LGBTQAI plus community. God. I believe that Black Lives Matter. Not only do they matter, but I believe they matter the most. Honestly, I am I am Don Blankenship, and I want to be your president of the United States of America. <laughs> I want. I want to get mm, the gay community. They they have been. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that trans athletes have rights to compete as as the gender that they identify as. Man, I wish it was a Don Blankenship song. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Don Blankenship rapping. Man, Don Blankenship. Uh, my name is Don Blankenship, and I'm here to say I love fruity pebbles in a major way. <laughs> I was just trying to find that commercial where he he said I, I'm going to run for a Senate and do it for the children. <laughs> he's just trying to smile. He's done a pretty good job of wiping his his weird stuff off of the internet. Fucking woke Don Blankenship. He's just a. <laughs> <laughs> that should be who you are for Halloween. Uh, yeah, but there's if you go into any, any West Virginia town, there's fifty Don Blankenships in the town. Yeah, it is a type. It is about the money. It's a, it's a West Virginia archetype. You remember, I mean, JMO saw him at a gas station. And he didn't kill him. <laughs> Should I have punched him? Or what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Could have killed Don Blankenship. <laughs> <laughs> JMO, and he was serious. He went to the state fair a few years ago and he said, "I saw Don Blankenship at a go mart." It's like it's like when Arya. It's like when Arya makes friends with um with um Jamie's dad. What's his name? Tywin. It's with Tywin Lannister, and she has the chance to kill him. And didn't. But she didn't. Like that. Yeah. Have you noticed that Game of Thrones has dropped out of the, out of the national consciousness? You know why? Because that fucking season eight was pure garbage. Well, yeah, that's a given. But I'm saying the rest of the show was so good. I know, but it just... That it, I think that's one of the things that make people don't want to think about it. They're like, I love that invested so much time. And it was and such a disappointment. And then that happened. It was so perfect up until the end. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was. It was I'm, waiting for, I'm still waiting for that fucking book. Apparently, they're already shooting the uh, spinoff about the Targaryens. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be good. That'll probably be fine. I don't know. 
And I think it'll be it's hard to tell. serviceable, but it'll just be. For one thing, the Targaryens are not that interesting. I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? They were a they were a minor house in in Valyria. They weren't. I mean, if you're going to shoot it honestly uh, on the source material. The Targaryens, one of the reasons they, they were at Dragonstone and stuff like that is because they weren't powerful enough to, con- to compete with the other families in, in Valyria. They got kicked out, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason. But, you know, all the dragons had died pretty much with the doom of Valyria. So, of course, having a few huge dragon, three huge dragons at your back and riding into Westeros where there are no dragons, kind of a leveler, you know. Another favorite thing this week is um, the woke culture is sort of it's on its way out, I think. Yeah. Because um, now feminists are, are standing up against trans women competing in sports. They're yeah. trying, to, against, eat them. They're trying against, to eat themselves. Against uh, competing in sports against women. Yeah. That's not fair. Because they're coming in and after being a man for 30 years and they're dominating. Well, that's what Bill everything. Burr said. I mean, he said, he said, I, he said, you want to switch around? I don't care. But he's like, you, you, he's like you. You can't switch. He's like he's like they have an MMA fighter who's a trans who's a trans man going to a woman. You can't have that shit. It's just a dickless dude beating the shit out of a woman. <laughs> just and it's it was rough. Like he might as well take his lacquer dick and smash her in the face with it. Grounded <laughs> pound is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. I mean that did happen, and she and the problem with it was it was that she was hiding that she used to be a man. Did she win all her fights? No, no. Once she she won, she beat like her first. F- when she still had the testosterone in her system. Well, it wasn't even that. It was that she. You're fighting lower level people, and they're not as they're not very good. When she right. ran into some people that had actual skills, she got fucked up. Right. Just because you're a, a man and you're stronger, if you weigh the same as somebody, you're not going to be that much stronger than them. And if they have skill, you're pretty fucked. Yeah. It's just like I'm way bigger and stronger than probably Conor McGregor, but he would absolutely beat the fuck out of me. It's like me fighting Ronda Rousey. I mean, I would. She would kill me. I mean, there's there's nothing no, I could hip do. toss you. Yeah, like, there's just, nothing it, I could do. If you make contact with the punch, you got a shot because she's got a, well, sure. a little bit of a glass jaw. Well, I mean, but with any woman with a 260 pound man throwing a fucking shot now, Cyborg another man or Amanda Nunes, you ain't yeah. got a shot. No, they've seen it all and they can take a punch and they're gonna fuck all of us up. They're going to cuck us. <laughs> They're going to fuck us with their giant clits. We're <laughs> taking all that juice. Cyborg definitely was on juice. I don't know about Amanda Nunes. Cyborg, I know for a fact, she was on all the all the roids. There's a girl, a giant girl from down down there, and she's she's just a man. I mean, it's that's oh Gabby. Uh, yeah, Gabby Garcia. Yes, yeah, she's like six two, two hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, she's a man. Yeah. She fucks people up. It's hard for him to find women to fight her because she's so big. I yeah, mean, if they're not on the gas too, well, they should just have a league where everybody's on it. You know, they should fuck it. Who cares? I mean, that's what they do with Mister Olympia. I mean, they they don't drug test Mister Olympia. And I'm like, everybody's on it. What are we gonna do? We're gonna they lose. Test to make we're sure gonna, you're on it. We're gonna lose our show. <laughs> Where's your HGH, sir? <laughs> I didn't have enough. Fuck you. You're out. You, can't step on this stage and not be on HGH. They do tests just to make sure you're on the right amount. Yeah. I mean, for your size, you should be taking. Bring that homeless Mexican child over here. Now, plug that blood into your system. <laughs> then you can compete. 
Yeah, that's starting to eat itself. I like that. Um, uh, I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, and I think it's the extended version with a little bit of extra footage. Still great. That's Brad Pitt's shining moment, if you ask this guy. It's that there's one scene Fury is that a shining is moment. so violent. It is so violent. It's amazing. It's hilarious. It's cartoonishly violent. Yeah. Yeah. So you were saying woke culture is on its way out? Yeah, it seems to be eating itself. Um, well, you, you can't be woke enough. Here's a CNN article for you. I think I might have shared it with you. Uh, the name of the article is A Mother's Warning. If you, oh, yeah, yeah, If yeah, you yeah. have white teen sons, listen up. And it uh, goes on. I've She's, seen that article. Yeah. Uh, she has warning for parents of teen tween white boys. If you don't pay attention to their online lives, the white supremacists will. They've studied the way that our young men interact online, and they have looked at what these boys need, she said, and they have learned how to fill those needs in order to entice them into propaganda. So her hypothesis is that the white supremacists are so clever that they have, like, a way of, like, um, constructing a web on the web to attract people to their cause. But um, the thing that I find funny about that p- little paragraph there is that if this is true, so she's claiming that they've, they've studied the way young men interact online and they've looked into what these boys need, quote unquote, mm-hmm. looked into what they need, okay? What's wrong with what you're doing with your school, with your public school bullshit and your style of parenting that your boys aren't getting what they need, that they have to get it from a white supremacist? <laughs> That's my question. Well, the the term for a white supremacist, like the meaning of that, is so they've shifted the Overton window to where I'm a white supremacist now. Yeah, just so, because I don't fucking and so bow there's down. and I can't get to to load. My phone is being a total piece of shit. What twat? But there's all these um, there's all these definitions on here. Uh, I can't get it to load. Like this phone is garbage. It's absolute garbage. I mean, they call Joe Rogan a white supremacist. Like the words, like, like if you use the word cuck, that means that you've been infected. I use it all the time. You've been infected by white supremacism. If you it's use the word f- feminoid or feminoid or anything like that, it's a derogatory. It's, it's used to, to, make, okay to, make, to make women yeah. seem like they're less than human. If you just say, oh, she's a feminoid or whatever, that means that they're less, that they're subhuman. And there's this, uh, and throughout the article, there are these lists of words, these term, these terms that a lot of people just kind of use off the cuff that, who are not white supremacists. Well, they, uh, they, but if your if your tween or teen boy uses the word, if you've seen them use it online, it's a sign that they've that they've been caught in this elaborate web, web of white supremacists who are professionals at manipulating boys into their cause. You know what it is though, like the, all these words that are, that have come up, like cuck and. Um uh, the 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 uh, the okay hand symbol and uh, the Pepe the frog all that is stuff that trolls have has, have have done and they they'll put out like a fake press release talking about how the okay hand symbols is about white supremacy and then these people will grab hold of them like it's true I told you look they're trolling <laughs> well yeah. the thing about they're it trolling. is is that the the reason that that the young men are, are being steered towards white supremacy is because of woke, woke culture. When they, when somebody tells you that you're terrible just by your very existence, a lot of them are going to be driven into th- into such things. I mean, because then you don't belong. You're lame. You're you know you're you're less because you you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I mean, that's why. Well, because then, then they among that group, they at least feel like at least I'm welcome here. You know what I mean? I think that's. I don't think that there is a movement towards white supremacy in our culture. I don't perceive it at all. Um, I'm not saying it's not happening and that it hasn't always happened to some degree. People are going back and forth between you know some level of wokeness and some level of not wokeness. Like especially when you're a teenager, that that everyone does that. But but so here's here's an example. Words to watch for: snowflake <laughs> used to mock people deemed too sensitive, especially about issues impacting minorities. I was like, we, we use this word snowflake all the time. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with minorities. I mean, that came from Fight Club. Fem, here yeah. it is: feminoid, fem, femoid. I've never even seen this word. More a sexist right. term used to refer to women as non-human. Um, and that, and the, these people here it is cuck, an abbreviation for the term cuckold used to insult men. Cuck is a great word. I say it all the time. What is it? How does that have anything to do with white supremacy? It doesn't. Uh, beta refers to a weak man as opposed to an alpha. And then my screen disappeared again. It's not not loading. But just, just I like just combining a, beta cuck. They're just like they're acting like oh we've we've you know we figured we've deconstructed their web and we know what to watch for. It's like if your if your kid uses these words, you're just being a fucking. All nerd. of a sudden, that means that they have a hatred for someone of a different color, or you know, like it's just an absurd connection to make. Well, I I will disagree with you on this point. I believe there is a move towards white supremacy. Um, I, I but but I do believe. That the, that the reasons are manifold. You know, nothing's monolithic. No, There's no one reason why these things... Here, here's where people go wrong. The reason these things are happening are for a few reasons. A, the fact that, you know, it's like the video where this guy who was fight, this guy who was bloody, who had been fighting white supremacists, an Antifa guy, and a, and a girl looks at him and says, still your fault, talking about being a white guy. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit happens. People get pushed towards something because they feel like no matter what they do, they're going to be shit. You know, that happens. Then you have the thing where the Trump effect, where, you know, people are threatened by the rise of something, so they get pushed into it. There are many different reasons why this thing happens. Is it as profound as what? I don't know, but I do believe it's happening. So um, I just I think that there's like it's like being cooked up. Like, I think they're. I think if you look at the actual like numbers of white supremacists, I mean, I think they were worse in the '90s. That they peaked in the '90s, but you'll find people, you know, skewing data and making it look like, oh, this is a terrible thing. You know, it's just, it's just, it's part of the Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, they're trying to make things. Yeah, look everything's like, white supremacy now. Yeah, and like a lot of the people that like Trump, that people accuse of being white supremacists, like you said, are just like they're just trolling. Like they, they don't care about race. They don't like Trump. at all. They don't give a shit about Trump. Most, most of the trolls. They're, yeah, they're just kind of like. I mean, if you look at my uh, timeline, and it, depending on the day, I'm I could be a white supremacist or I could be a socialist. You know, because I I do things to troll everybody. Yeah, and I'm so trying some, to piss off. Everybody. So if some if some teenager who follows you's mom sees something <laughs> that you did, she's going to be like. You know, some you make a joke about Hitler or something. All of a sudden, it's like, well, I, you know, I have to intervene with my son's interactions online to make sure that this white supremacist doesn't catch him in his web. And it's you, it's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the only thing I'm trying to do is is make like I'm trying to piss Mickey off. Is all I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mickey is the Mickey. He's the guy that would all like. I posted a picture of a woman eating ramen noodles out of a shoe, and it said, "This is the future liberals want." And he acted like I was some sort of. I'm like an, an influencer that I'm a thought leader in the world and like people follow you and they see this and they, and they 
might well, take it seriously. I'm like, if they take it seriously, no. that's on them. It's not my fault that they weren't born with the correct amount of chromosomes. It is not my fault. He, he yeah, he thought that you were like working as a pro propagandist. Yeah, for people that I actually believe that I'm an agent of chaos. I don't give a shit. I want you. I want to. I did. I accomplished exactly what I wanted to do with that post, and he blocked me and got and uh, unfriended me on stuff. Oh man, I was <laughs> yeah. hoping to see more from him. I was no man. He, he got rid of me. That's when I got. Oh, we we yeah yeah the great line. Uh, you slammed. I know he's a. I know he can. He loves all these socialists, and he considers himself. If he, I wonder if he still considers himself a socialist now that he knows what it's like to be publicly owned. But yeah, depending on the, what I'm into that day, I could be like that. I write fucking long stories about how in love with Trump I am sexually. <laughs> like, <laughs> I what, laugh at all your Trump. What if your What if your teen or tween boy get, becomes influenced by this white supremacist? You have a shaved head for Christ's sake. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about you that? You live in Westford. You live in an area where there are no black people. Hey, there's a black guy like three doors. Look up. at this flag. <laughs> I noticed that the picture you took of me. I didn't notice it because I was too busy wrapped up in my fucking vanity that you put Trump in it on purpose. Yeah, I made sure to get the picture of Trump. The I was like, wait a second. Why do, you think it, why do you think it's hung right behind yeah, where you I, sit? <laughs> on purpose, I put it there. Yeah, I know. I knew that after. I was just like, <laughs> whenever he brought it in, the first thing I said, I think we said it on the show. It's like I'm going to hang this right behind where Chuck where Chuck sits. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and then, I think we debated on whether because like, I was talking about maybe hanging it up on the porch. Like you'd, you'd be, you just hear kick, like Bub would come in and you hear like a hammer and nails. Like, yeah. kick, 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 kick. <laughs> and I just have it hung up on your porch, <laughs> lit up by a pumpkin. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, and the the, uh, the political climate. I'll use that phrase. Is uh, it's so weird right now because everybody's wanting to get. Bernie or whoever it is that they're going to end up picking elected, but their best tactic to do it is to call people that like Trump or that don't give a fuck either way retards. It's not making me want to vote for your fucking your no. fucking guy, and I'm no. not going to. And it's kind of what they did, you know, during Obama. Is anybody that was, you know, people that are criticizing Obama are all birthers, and they're all they're all getting lumped into. We're all you're an racist. idiot. You're an educated. You're racist. You're this, and then the backlash of that is Donald Trump. Yeah. And that and that backlash is continuing. Well, uh, but but again, the in the form of now because you're a Trump supporter, you're an idiot. You're this. You're that. They can't see them as uh, legitimate. I don't think they're people of legitimate. I don't think opinion. they're idiots, but I do think the people who excuse his bullshit and like like now the thing is Colorado. He's <laughs> build a wall, Colorado. It's like that's not on the border, Donald, and he's still defending it. Yeah, I, I heard something about it, but I wasn't sure what it was. I like it. It's like the thing with the fucking sharpie he drew around Alabama. It has nothing to do with anything. And Why did he say to build a wall? For Colorado? Because he thought Colorado was on the border with fucking Mexico. It it's kind of sounds Mexican, <laughs> dude. I think he he couldn't pass a basic fucking geography class. He's a moron. That's the thing about Trump. He's a fucking moron. I mean, he's just. There, there is no three-dimensional, four-dimensional chess being played. He's a fucking idiot. That's all there is to it. Fucking idiot. Let's so, make a good deal. <laughs> that fucking letter it's to the amazing. Turkish president I love is it. the most amazing thing ever because it's so fucking stupid. It might, be, it might as well have been written in crayon. I mean, he's a fucking <laughs> Well, the original draft, shit. I'm sure, was written in crayon. <laughs> 
see his tongue hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> Melania, bring me the magenta. You think he calls her Melly? Melly. And she's like this motherfucker. I don't know. She's probably probably pretty happy about no, uh, she not hates. being in Lithuania. She fucking hates him. Well, maybe, but I mean, look at she's her. She's not in. Have you ever Lithuania. seen the fucking? Have you ever seen the shit? The the picture. She fucking hates him. She hates him as much as everybody else does. The guy is eminently hateable. I mean, I don't hate him for nothing. I hate him because he's so easy to hate, and he should be hated. Still the best so. president we've ever had, though. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's <laughs> tremendous. All I can say is. Get used to it Yeah bud We got another It's a dynasty Six, I don't, six to sixteen terms Coming up <laughs> I don't care That's the thing I mean th- That's like I, I don't care That if he keeps winning I'm gonna keep saying He's stupid Because he is That doesn't make That doesn't change The fact of how stupid he is And the, and the country The United States Is going to expand And get bigger And mm-hmm. bigger And bigger We're gonna buy Mexico Yeah make Mexico pay for See, it See the way we do that Is by <laughs> abandoning uh, Allies we've had For thirty years Fuck them And, and, and uh, abandoning strategic cheesy positions that we've had that yes we shouldn't have been there in the first place but that's what we're doing is abandoning them that yeah what a fucking tough guy what a genius he's a fucking idiot i'm for it and i get so i'm see that's the thing i'm not against it either but just do it in the correct fucking way he's a stupid shit he did it because he wanted to do it because he, he needed to take the heat off some of the other dumb shit he's done he's a fucking moron I have no idea what you're talking about. The fuck when he when he abandoned the Kurds and abandoned fuck the Kurds. Okay, they, they've only been our allies for thirty years <laughs> and have died mind. and have died in mass for us. I mean, that, that's one of the worst things you can do is just turn your back on an ally. You just don't do that. But they found another ally, so they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they Syria. Gee, if and they were Russia, our allies and Russia. What a quickening that that's what Vladimir put one the whole time. He's going to trot that piss tape out. Hey, by the way, no if he could pull, tape. yeah, they're fucking. I is. don't think you can pull. The, if you can pull your fucking troops back away from the Kurds, so we can have them and have a and have a foothold in that part of the area, that'd be great. If not, hey, guess what? That's what fucking happens. He's got some. It's not the piss tape. He's got something on him. He's really got something on him, and he's just. You don't trot around the world as that big of a piece of shit for as long as he's been doing it and not leave some shit behind. Yeah, the I'm shit sure. with Epstein, something is, is well, I mean, everybody's, is out there. Everybody's in on the Epstein thing. Like, yeah. I'm not saying Bill Clinton or any of them are excused. They're pieces of shit, too. I'm saying, huh? Everybody's. Yes, in they're all pieces of shit. Everybody from that class of people who believe that other people exist to be their chattel and do whatever the fuck they want with them are pieces of shit. That includes Donald fucking Trump and the rest of his dumbass fucking kids. I mean, they're just fuck them. Fuck the Clintons. <laughs> fuck that whole group of people. They're no better than us. They grift the system. They fuck us over. They do whatever the fuck they want, and that's what fucking happens. What I'm going to love is everybody's getting all jacked up about Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, whoever it is, and then here comes Hillary. The Hill yeah, dogs that's exactly. That's because exactly. she is 100% going to announce that she's running for president in the next six months. And that's going to destroy everything again. And she's going and to she lose again. And she attacks Tulsi Gabbard. It's a she bad idea. She attacks Tulsi Gabbard for what? Making shit up because she doesn't like Tulsi Gabbard. She can't share that fucking spotlight. You know what I mean? It's just the whole fucking system is fucked. That's why we get a dumb shit like Donald Trump because our political system is so good. Fucked in his ass. Six to 16 more times. And that's, that's, the th- that's the thing that just kind of makes me one of the things that makes me smirk about the whole thing. It's like, OK, everything you, that you're saying, let's let's grant that it's true or 80 percent, 90 percent true. Let's just grant you that. 
the Democrats still aren't able to beat him. <laughs> That's how incompetent it's they are. Going, it, it is not going to be close because I think the only person that can beat him is Bernie, and they're not going to let him win. I think Bernie's done. Again, and yeah, he just had a heart attack. I think he's. I think he looks weak now, and especially against the God Emperor of all mankind. Yeah, well, yeah. But they're going to try. Like they're not going to let him win, a because he's. Uh, they just aren't going to let him. No, they don't want him. And the heart attack thing is going to come into play. Elizabeth Warren, he would eat her alive in a debate. Not because he's smarter or anything. He's definitely not. Because he's he's dumber, he would win the fucking debate. And because the people watching it aren't intelligent enough to know when somebody's lost a fucking point. He's going to have writers coming up with roast jokes. Exactly. And (laughs) that's all it takes. It's all it takes to... To just completely take somebody He'll probably come out in fucking feathers Hey how are you Hey how are you He'll do that shit would be amazing If he came out (laughs) In full Indian headdress and garb With a scalp And and he's like "Uh, I actually did some research on my DNA And I found out I found out I'm .0046% (laughs) Jokey <laughs> and he fucking See, does a rain dance in the middle of the, the thing about it is I want to laugh too, but I just I, I don't know, man. It is funny on, on on some level, but I just I have never despised another human being as much as I despise this guy. Not one. I mean, I just the thing I the, at least we know he's a piece of shit. People bought Obama's stuff, and he was oh they're still defending him. Still def- like they still don't we acknowledge. All know, we all know he's a he's a war criminal. He's got as much blood on his hands as any other. He president. has a he, he has a worse uh, human record, human than, rights record. His human rights record is terrible. His privacy record is terrible. He spied on citizens. He harassed and he he caused journalists to have to leave the country because they were. Yeah, Edward Snowden, who was on Rogan this he, week. He 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 increased Guantanamo Bay. He increased drone strikes. He increased military spending. He increased presence over there. All things that he campaigned that he was not going to do. But he did it with a smile. In a smooth but, black guy tone, but yeah, because because of the way he looks and because he talks with this fake kind of kind you didn't of build voice, that. He's so sophisticated. It's like no, he's really not. He's the same. Meet the new boss, same as the yeah, old. I don't even you know. That's why I've just. I don't even saying, know who he fuck is. That group of people. That's that's my whole point about the whole no, fucking not, thing. I know who Donald Trump is. I feel like I've got a, kind of a grasp on it. Yeah, I have an impression. I still don't know who the fuck Barack Obama is. I think he's a. I think he's a ghost. I think he's a well, shell of first, a human being. First and foremost, he's a Muslim. So there's that. I mean, he might be. For all I know, he's been deceptive about everything else. Michelle Obama was Michael Obama. Michael, whatever her his her. The uh, children are adopted. The children are adopted. Michelle Obama was a man. Fucking idiots. And she had. Uh, t- she didn't have bottom surgery yet. She had top surgery, so she's just got tits now. And so there's that. Those are things that we know are factual, right? We know Hillary smells like sulfur. We know that. We know she she secretes a chemical that turns frogs gay. Now these are all Alex Jones talking points. He never said the the last one. I just kind of like to throw that one in. No, he said it turns. A, he said she didn't secrete it, but he did say there's a chemical that turns frogs gay. Which is not, actually not one hundred percent wrong. Yeah. It's not. It's not incorrect, but it's not. It's actually he put it in a uh, very inarticulate way. Well, no, it's it's an actually a misrepresentation. The, the the life cycle of the frog gets interrupted by the chemicals, and it leaves them to be they don't develop. They're trans. They have no. They're pronouns. they're morphodites. They're they don't. How dare you? But the sir? point the point that he's making is is that there is. Uh, 
there is like eugenics going on where they're putting shit in our water to fuck with us. Yeah. And he's right. I think that's probably true. I think it's true. Not everywhere, not universally, maybe not even like knowingly maliciously, but they're putting shit in our water that's fucking with our hormones. That's that's the, the overarching point is legitimate. So however, you know, however he presents it with the screaming or whatever. If you could pick one person to be president, who to be the god emperor of all mankind, and we're taking Trump out of the equation. Who oh. would you pick? Probably Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, least, I mean, at least it'd be fun. I mean, he's an alpha. He is an alpha. He's not a cuck. And he's not a beta. And he's not a beta cuck. He's not afraid to speak truth to power. He's not a snowflake. We know that. You're going to that list of all those words, trying to say them all. He's, he's not a um, he's not afraid to speak truth to power. I'm trying to think of somebody that I might pick. I think it needs. To be I mean, like, the, no, nobody nobody is uh, qualified to be president. That, that's not a winnable job. It's not a it's not a job that you can do. It's not a position well. that should exist. I agree with that. Like who can you know what I mean? Like who can. With all the things that, like, it's not like you're a dictator. People think, you know, President Binja, you have all this power. You really don't. Like, you have a lot of power within, you know, the bureaucracy that is all of Congress and the judicial, the three branches. You know, you're, you've only got, theoretically, a third of the power, not even a third. So, it's impossible. Say, even, we- even if you got the perfect guy who had all the right intentions... He wouldn't be able to get it. She or she would not be able to get it done because they wouldn't want to do it anyway. Yeah, the other barriers. Yeah, <laughs> anybody that should be president doesn't want to do it. Yeah, and anybody that should be president isn't going to have the support of the people because the people. I mean, all you got to do is just offer them free shit. They're probably very uncharismatic. It'd be all you got to do is, is say is say you know say some patriotic shit, offer them free shit. Paint, you know, just lie to them and paint, do what the best politicians do, which is that's why I don't, I don't understand why Andrew Yang isn't winning because he's literally just buying your vote. And like, here, here's a thousand dollars a month. Here you go, guy. Is that what he was going to do? Yeah, that's his uh, thousand dollars a month, thousand dollars a month for everybody, no matter who it is. You got you, got, you have to opt out or, or opt in. I forget which one it is, but everybody gets a thousand dollars a month to do with what they want. I don't understand why he's not winning, you know. He's got a little bit of traction. Might be because he's Asian. I don't know. I just. I mean, he's not. He's not. Um, he's not who they want. He's not being amplified. Like I didn't know that. He, I know who he is. I didn't know that he said. I, it's not like he's being. It's called the freedom dividend. Yeah, it's like. Well, it's like. You know, I didn't even know about that. It's and I kind of essentially him. bribery. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's all any of it is. Well, if it's by bribery, I mean, kidding. Well, at least he's robbery. He's open with it, and like here, I'm going to give you a thousand. What are jobs? Money in your pocket. I mean, that's 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 all it is. I mean, and they're never going to deliver on that. I mean, it's all it's it's a big fucking lie. It's a, like I said, it's a group of people. Yeah, Donald Trump is is more transparent about what kind of person he is, but that doesn't make it any better. Well, and I mean, and everything that he's campaigned on, he's st- he's still he's still trying to accomplish exactly what he said. To his voters, to the people that elected voted for him, he's still doing the things. I don't that see. He, that, that I don't see that how that is any kind of virtuous. I don't. I don't see how that. Well, compared to, compared to what I just described, which is the previous president who literally not virtuous did, either, who did right. a one hundred and eighty degree turn on what he said he was going to do and still got praised for it. Yeah, I, I don't agree with that either. Uh, so, 
you know, the people that voted for him, since democracy is so great that you want 51% of the population of the power vote to determine what the rest of us can do, since that's such a great fucking idea. Here, here it is. Here's your democracy. Democracy now. Here it is. Yeah, it doesn't it's Don, really work. It's Donald, Donald John Trump. Is that his is the president? Name? I think so. I thought it was Jamarcus. It's Jamal. It's whatever he chooses to be that Don, day. Donald Jamal. Um, yeah, I just think about. Yeah, and so it's to me, it's just kind of amusing. It's like I'm like so removed from it that it's like this is so absurd that I can't help but just kind of just just people watch for the whole thing. Well. You talk about democracy. There, right now, there's a guy probably within a mile of here, or we'll, we'll be generous, five miles of here, in his basement, snorting freaking Ajax to get some sort of a high, eating his own boogers. But he's 18 years old, and he can vote, and he has a say in how I get to live my life. I don't understand why that's a better system than just everybody doing what they want as long as they don't hurt other people. You know? There, I mean that's that's to argue that one system is 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 better or worse is is a pointless endeavor. I mean, I know, but I mean, trying to get some content here, <laughs> <laughs> but, trying to put some asses I don't, in seats. I necessarily don't believe anything I say. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to make this go as long as some we can. Tent. <laughs> Gotta get some tent. Trying to get some content out, you know. <laughs> Trying to, I hate to I think on that note we need to break end the down show. the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> hate to break down the fourth wall, but Jesus Christ, I'm like pulling teeth with the motherfuckers. I do have today. to go put some things in the dryer. Let <laughs> me <laughs> uh, get my fucking thingy back. Maybe we'll pick a little song to go out on then, huh? Huh? Bing bing bong bong bing bing. <laughs> just when I think of that stupid <laughs> idiot talking, the speeches are so goddamn dumb. You're tough. You're really tough. Tough oh. guys. Tough, 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 tough. I did want to say uh, favorite things. I, I listened to a comedy album yesterday by a guy named Mike Vecchione. Um, great comedian. I mean, just bam, bam, bam. Jokes, 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 jokes. Fucking, he does like the offensive stuff in a, in a way where you can't get mad at him. Like right. he, he won uh, like all the different publications gave him uh, album of the year last year for his album, and I finally found it and downloaded it. It's fucking well. I got found it for free. I don't like to pay for things. You know. And I just want to recommend Mike Vecchio, but motherfucking guy's hilarious. Right. Hilarious. Let me see if I can find a good song. There, that is. All right, sounds good. Oh, fucking, we got a Bernie Sanders commercial right before it. It's like they heard me talking. I would like to see Bernie be president, just, just so we could be... <laughs> you said we could be scolded by our Jewish grandfather when we do something. Listen, Bubba. <laughs> Thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. And then it's even got the fucking Transformers video with it. Yeah, it does. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourselves. Eat a dick. Tell your mama said hi. Huh? I've got that on my Google Play. Hell yeah.
Just mess with me, girl. 